Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5 here in Birmingham. You're listening to Parenting Hour here in January, one of the first couple of weeks of January, alhamdulillah. It's great being able to talk to you in this new year and talk to you about such an interesting topic about uh, our health, our diet, our well-being and how we keep ourselves the best we can, inshallah, in every way. So we're talking about physical well-being, mental well-being, spiritual well-being, but in a relationship to our our physique you know, today. So we were looking at... Um, what it is that would be classed as obese or overweight because we're linking this into Obesity Awareness Week. And we have Mispa here in the studio who is, as you know, a dietitian and a lecturer and she's got her own show, The Good Health Show, every Tuesday, 1 to 2 p.m. So you may be very used to listening to her and phoning in and asking questions which is great and she's very open and, and we've had a lovely discussion up to this about um, our diet and obesity and how to keep healthy and the different factors around that. We didn't mention if you did want to phone in that you could, although this is a recorded show, but you could phone in and ask the studio and we and Miss Pa I'm sure we'll get back to our listeners, yeah. yes, if they yeah. if you do have a query. So the number is O one two one double seven two double eight nine two. And you were open to any calls or any uh, feedback that you'd like to give us about the show. So before the break, Miss Pa we were talking about um a lot of the implications of obesity and how you would know if you were obese and I mean, I was a bit surprised over the measurements there for males you were saying 40 inches I still are measuring mm-hmm. in inches and females 34 mm-hmm. inches so something to be aware of because a lot of people don't know if their BMI that the BMI mm-hmm. is 25 for overweight 25 we're saying to 30 roughly and yeah. obesity from it's a bit lesser 40. for those who are of a minority background which was really interesting to see to hear yeah. you saying that that different cultural backgrounds have a different scale because we tend to because um, those from minority backgrounds tend to carry their weight more you know bar- around the middle region yeah. and so it sort of tends to be uh, and also they're usually at a higher risk for um, uh, for things uh, for conditions such as type 2 diabetes etc mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh, the BMI measurements are a bit you know start earlier for them mm-hmm, uh, but the easiest way to determine like you said some people might think uh, that they're doing fine in terms of what they're eating etc so how do we know if you're on target to becoming overweight is by gauging the way uh, it actually happens or the mm-hmm. cause for obesity. Mm-hmm. So I'll just mention that now if I, if yeah, I may. please do. So now weight gain basically occurs when your energy intake, mm-hmm. so the energy that you take in through your through the calories that you consume, uh, if that exceeds um, your daily energy expenditure, so okay. your physical activity. Okay. And if this happens over a long period. Now, I've mentioned the word calories, but mm. that shouldn't um, make people start calorie counting straight away mm. because that feeds into diet mentality. So we don't want to start people to start talk, thinking diet straight away. Yeah. Uh, and we'll come to that in a second, mm. I'm, ge- uh, I'm hoping. But basically, weight gain happens when what you take in you know, mm-hmm. in terms of food mm-hmm. and in terms of how much um, drink, I suppose. Yeah, well. ex- yeah, absolutely. I saw a picture that was going around on the WhatsApp groups about the amount of sugars in different drinks oh, in, yes. a, in a bag. And it's only when you see this picture of the sugar bags underneath yeah. the drink that you realise, wow, yeah, that tin of Coke or whatever it is, Sprite or whatever that's... Seven spoons of... Yeah, oh. uh, I mean, we, we, we basically... Um, 
uh, sort of when as part of the British Dietetic Association, mm-hmm. um, I don't we don't I don't sort of mention which uh, brand has how much, but it is information that uh, people can look up when they read the food labels on the side of drink. And on the side of foods, you know, food mm-hmm. labeling is a really good way to mm-hmm. see how much sugar there is. Mm-hmm. And also, people focus a lot on sugar, but also in terms of fat, <laughs> um, because overall calories is what is important because yeah. people just look at either sugar or carbohydrates but calories come from all the different parts of your food mm. um, so I guess the way it actually happens is and you know the government's doing lots of work on this there's a mm. sugar tax reduction program that's out there where certain f- uh, drinks as you mentioned that are high in sh- you know um, mm. certain drinks that could be high in sugar mm. um you know, are getting, you know, actually they're a bit more pricier to buy now. Yeah. Because, you know, because of the amount, you know, it's it's part of the government's initiative to create a healthier environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming back to what the causes, uh, when you have excess energy taking in, you yeah. know, and that is more, so it's all about the energy balance. Yeah. So when you're, what you, so you can visualize it sort of like a seesaw, right? Mm-hmm. So the amount of energy that you take in, when it is higher then the amount of energy that you're, uh, ex- you know, that you're expending or the yeah. amount of energy that you're um, using every yeah, daily level, yeah. yeah. The amount of energy that you're giving out, mm-hmm. uh, then that's when you start the storing it. Yes. Yeah, that's when you start storing mm, it. And those calories get converted into fat and then that's when overweight, that's how you start putting on weight. Mm. So, um, you know, it's sort of your consumption of your calories, particularly from your fatty foods, from your sugary foods, if that is higher than what you burn off in physical activity. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's equal, then you're maintaining mm-hmm. your weight. Mm-hmm. If the amount of calories that you're consuming from your sugary or fatty foods is lesser than the amount you're burning off, mm-hmm. then you're going to be in, uh, you're going to kickstart mm-hmm. something called weight loss. Mm-hmm. So that's how you kickstart weight loss. When mm-hmm. the amount that you're uh, consuming is li- slightly lesser or lesser than what you're burning. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, than yes. what you're burning out. And then slow. when you, this happens over a long period of time, you know, the amount you're taking in is more than what you're spending. Then slowly it becomes weight gain. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's actually very simple science if you think about mm. it. Uh, of course, the disclaimer being that you shouldn't have any underlying medical health conditions mm. or it can be because of medications as well. Some medications mm. such as steroids, etc. They actually promote they uh, do. They there's a lot of retaining of fluids, maybe from other medications as well, yeah. and and of course, if maybe so for that you'll need specialist ad- uh, advice. Mm. And if if our we have nursing mothers out there that are breastfeeding mm. as well, you know that. Mm. So they need to take extra advice for that and be be aware of of that. That there's exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. That's a very important disclaimer. Mm. Um, so the information that we give out is for the general population. Mm-hmm. And if you're sort of a nursing mum, you're uh, you know you'll be you know you're actually burning a lot more calories mm. via breastfeeding mm. and that has to be kept in mind um so this is this information is just for the but however if if they are trying to lose weight uh which they can then this is the simple science to remember mm-hmm. you know uh any excess energy gets stored in your body as fat and that's the energy balance and that's how you can that's what you can keep in your mind in order to so when people start going on to diets mm-hmm. what happens is the uh, the kind of nutrition although you might be losing weight and that's for, for to start off with that'll be fine uh and if people think that's fine uh, mm-hmm. actually i don't mean to say that's fine but people think that's great because you're looking like you're losing weight mm. But you're not on your way to good health. Mm. 
because all the nutrition is skewed. You mm. know, you might be missing out on important nutrients that your body needs. Mm. And that's why diets are never a good idea. Mm. And they're actually, um, you know, I talk about this all the time and say that diet is a very short term plan. Mm -hmm. And if you want to start losing weight and keep it off, then there are no quick fixes. Yeah. I'm afraid yeah. there are no quick fixes. So eating better and healthier in the long term is better. There may be some people listening in today that mm. um, feel that they want to go on this diet and really go in for a couple of days of reducing everything and barely eating mm -hmm. and then um, have little snacks of uh, half a biscuit here or there mm. because they say really I'm not eating anything I'm just having this and can only manage it for a short period of time when and then decide yeah. oh this I'm really hungry start eating everything then yeah uh, because what happens because yeah. yeah. diet is equal deprivation mm -hmm. and your body will always uh, bodies don't like to be de deprived our human bodies are very well designed mashallah to survive and mm. to thrive so mm. if we you know because it's not good for our mental health and for mm. over, over long term it's not sustainable mm -hmm. in the long term so to put a lot of people's minds at ease mm -hmm. you can start noticing um, health benefits and a good way to start and a, or a good goal to have in mind If I s usually when I say these figures, people a lot of people are surprised. They're like, really, just that much? That's mm -hmm. enough? So the figure is around five to ten percent. Now the guidelines, there are guidelines out there for this. Mm -hmm. The National Institute of Clinical Excellence has uh, obesity guidelines are out mm -hmm. there, uh, and they uh, recommend five to ten percent weight loss. Just that, just five mm -hmm. to ten percent weight loss. In three to six months. Okay, so that's the guidelines, five to ten percent over three, six Yeah, months. so you could either do five percent weight loss in six months mm -hmm. or ten percent in six months. Whatever, mm -hmm. whatever is easier for you, mm -hmm. whatever is doable for you. And so that would mean something as realistic as um, half a pound or two pounds a week. Mm. And no more than that. That is a safe and realistic target. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people will want to do a lot more lose um you know 10 kilos in three months mm -hmm. or something like that but if you think about it say for example so i work well better in sort of kilos okay uh, i suppose so if yeah. you think of if say somebody is um i'm just saying it in a very average and you know mm -hmm. just a figure that sample figure that's out there 70 kilos if you're thinking of losing weight if you have justification <coughs> for losing weight You know, if you are, in a, if you fall in that BMI, mm -hmm. if your weight waist measurement is high, and if it's justified, and you would like to lose weight, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, then it would be something like seven kilos in six months, or three and a half kilos in six months. In six months. That's it. Mm -hmm. Three and a half kilos in three months or six months, mm -hmm. and just that will reduce your risk for type 2 diabetes significantly. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are guidelines for type 2 diabetes by mm -hmm. the NICE guidelines. Mm -hmm. And they say the same thing, that a very small amount, just that 5-10% will show you a significant drop in your risk for, for mm -hmm. the condition. Yeah. Wow. And that's it. That's and all that's you need it. to... Yeah. So it's, it's very gradual indeed. And, and from your experience as um, a dietitian, Couldn't you give us uh, some advice around um, how to start this off? Like what kind of a plan would you need in your day to, to start doing eating better, eating healthier, to reduce that three kilos over three months or six months? 
You know, we, we sometimes we, we all maybe have good intentions of doing yeah. things and we start off good, but then, you know, sweet cravings come in and you're not able to do that. So mm. what sh- what should we be doing? Why, why should we be eating? Should we be skipping breakfast and just eat? Or should we be skipping lunch? Or what what advice should we be giving in general about this? Okay, yeah, and I, I like the way you said it's in, in general because, yes, there is no blanket um you know, there is no one size fits all, mm-hmm. but there are certain things that research has shown have the maximum benefit. Mm-hmm. Right. The first thing to remember is um, now I'm very I'm very anti diet dietitian mm-hmm. because <laughs> diets don't work mm-hmm. if not for the long term. Mm-hmm. So let's just start off. If we were talking about plans and how to start, I'd like to first put that out there. Yeah. You yeah. know. Uh, now the British Dietetic Association has some excellent food fact sheets for mm-hmm. those of you, those of our listeners who are so inclined and they like to go online and look up stuff mm-hmm. they could actually go on to the British Dietetic Association and look at their food fact sheets and there's a really good one where I just want to start off uh, but for one minute just talk about the fact that how can you spot it if it's a diet anything that's asking you to cut out a food group that's saying no to carbohydrates no to fats no to uh, certain things or eating a lot more of that would be sort of going along the lines of a diet. Okay, that's good advice, actually. Yeah. So, because um, we've heard of a lot of things that you, um, it's talking about increasing proteins, for example. They, I've heard people before going on protein diets yeah. and having a lot of oh, protein loads only. Out there, yeah. There's loads of them out there. Yeah. Protein only. Um, but that. Uh, that of course is a diet and must have some sort of down the line yeah there's like there's sort of diets that say in one type so I've heard of the chocolate diet I've heard of the (laughs) the cabbage soup diet Mm -hmm. there's the coffee diet there's the raw food diet you know and if you like certain type of food there's no reason why you shouldn't have some of it in moderation Mm -hmm. That would go against the point of a diet, right? So mm-hmm. diets are usually not a good idea. Other things is when, you know, something says just uh, anything's going to magically burn your fat or this is going to give you very quick results. All this would be in going down the route of a diet. Mm-hmm. And uh, detoxing or like you said, skipping meals, avoiding certain foods at certain times, not a good idea. And there's no evidence to say that that will give you long-term results. There is no, uh, and a superfood would be something that is, it's just a marketing term that's been created. Uh, definitely that food has, would have good health, you know, uh, and good nutrients. Mm-hmm. But every food has nutrients. Mm-hmm. So when you start, to coming back to your question, how mm-hmm. would one start, is by driving the point home, there is no such thing as a good or a bad food. Mm-hmm. Every food has um, nutrients in it of some sort. Uh, chocolate cake has uh, nutrition in it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just about how much of that chocolate cake do you actually eat. Mm-hmm. So demonizing foods needs to go out the window when you actually mm-hmm. try to start climbing onto the health, mm-hmm. uh, the you know, climbing on or getting onto the track of eating he- healthily mm-hmm. or eating well, as I like to call it. So um, the first thing that it w- that I'd like to sort of say is. A, there is no quick fix, and B, everyone's journey is quite individual. Um, so the first thing to start off would be balance and moderation. It sounds very simplistic, mm-hmm. you know. You might say, well, <coughs> right, am I eating? When you say balance and moderation, does that mean I have to eat not so much of bread, not too much of oil, mm-hmm. not too much sugar? Well, not really, because it's to know how much of, of it you need to eat. So if you want to start off again a really good way to start off is having a look going online having a look at something called the eat well guide okay and that tells you what proportions you need to eat mm-hmm. your 
foods in. So now for those of you who haven't got internet access for those of our listeners or they just want to do it in a really simple, easy way. Uh, although this is a really easy way, it's like a, you're like a picture diagram that tells you how much of what to sort of good recommended portion sizes. Mm-hmm. A good way to look at it is fill half of your plate with fruits and vegetables, another half perhaps with protein. Another, and when I say fruit and veg, it could be any vegetable. It could be something like salad. Mm-hmm. It could be something like a vegetable curry. Mm-hmm. Whatever you choose to make in your home. Another half of your plate would be something like protein. So mm. that would be uh, either eggs, if you're vegetarian, that could be dal, lentils, pulses. Or it could be something like chicken, mm-hmm. meat. And when you choose meat, then, you know, something which is all the visible fat has been trimmed off. Mm-hmm. So say a lot of people, uh, for those of our listeners who are of the Asian backgrounds, they have something like mincemeat, which has perhaps lots of fat in it. Mm-hmm. So there could be hidden fat in your food. And that needs to be, we need to be aware of that. Mm. So if anyone's who's in, anyone who's interested, again, if they want to know about portion sizes and things like that, the British Dietetic Association is a really good resource. Or they could mm. call in and I'm happy to go, yeah. go over with them. So that's another. And the other third of the plate would be carbohydrates. So things like bread, pasta, rice, mm-hmm. chapatis. Uh, and again, that could have hidden fat, such as mm. oils and butter added to mm-hmm. that. So you're talking of a third, a third, a third of your plate. Of one third, one third and a half. And a half. Uh, there's no scientific, this is not an evidence, you know, I wouldn't say that this is how it should be. Mm-hmm. There is evidence around things such as the eat well, so, but this is just a general guide of how people could start. Mm-hmm. So try and have more fruit and vegetable, try and mm. have more vegetables on your plate mm. and have sort of, you know, um, have portion sizes that are useful for you. So for portion size of uh, for carbohydrates would be a fistful. Mm-hmm. So a fistful of rice. So my fist would be different to your fist. Mm. The quickest and easiest way is to, the first top tip would be balance and moderation. So have your carbohydrates, have your proteins, have your fruit and veg, uh, have your dairy products. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the, just to remember to have all of this in the day. And that's how, when you start doing this, the types of foods. So first we're looking at the types of foods, mm-hmm. right? So when it comes to carbohydrates, um, it would be a fistful perhaps of rice. And my fist would look different. So two f- fistfuls. And there's a lot to talk about when it comes to mm-hmm. this. So I'm just going to be very quick. Yeah. Uh, it'll just be maybe two fistfuls at each meal time. Mm. That's quite enough, actually. It's, just, it's quite filling. Mm. That fills you up quite a lot. Yeah. So a fistful for each meal for two fistfuls of or carbohydrates. Two. Or two. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so you can have around six in a day. Mm. Now you would say, well, isn't that a diet? But no, that's actually more quite sufficient for yeah. most people. Actually, yeah. if you think that's about eating it. healthy. And we, you were talking there about meats and and and. I, I assume that we you know we could have the the, ch- the meat and the chicken and the on our plate for some days of the week. But maybe that we do want to have that meat. So maybe, for example, we might want to have a lasagna or something mm, like that. Yeah. And we are having visitors over, and we're doing maybe something else in different communities. We'll do different whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm sure once a week or what, that's not that, so long as it's in that proportion size again. Trying to get more healthier minces if we can. So mm. maybe going to the butcher and asking them to to actually mince it in front of you. Yeah. Pieces of meat that you see. But you can do that. Absolutely. And mm. you should do that. And the thing to remember is it's sustainable. It needs to be it needs to be sustainable. So mm. we need to factor in things like weddings, birthdays, mm. parties. Um, if you don't celebrate birthdays if you have things such as um, I don't know dinners that you have people who come over whichever you know mm-hmm. events where food is uh, a spe- is 
especially social, me. Yes, yeah. yeah and social um, commodity I mean, for a lot of people too. Yeah. yeah, and you and the point is if you're on a diet you don't allow yourself to enjoy things like that. Yeah. So that is is so we need to factor in those things and when we factor in then we don't have as you would say relapse or you mm. don't really say oh I haven't eaten and the the point is to enjoy yourself at those important you know, occasions mm-hmm. and w- make sure you still have the right portion sizes mm-hmm. at that time so you're still mindful when you're eating mm-hmm. so the point is first of all it's the food types of foods mm. that's what we look at and the second thing is your eating behaviors mm. so if we think oh no i have to go to a dinner now and i have mm. to have that lasagna and it's going to be a terrible thing mm. that will just start putting us back into diet mentality mm. because your body doesn't care what you do to it occasionally mm. it cares what you do to it on a regular basis mm. So if I'm having um you know something like a very uh, you know maybe a food that's high in fat or sugar on a daily basis that will affect my body more than if I have it once in a while. Mm. Yeah. So what about um all these chocolates and that that creeps into the house over the holidays yeah. and uh, or even the ice cream that you want to have you know you really like it. What about the the one chocolate or the spoonful of ice cream after having your your meal? Mm. Is mm. that acceptable or should we be trying to see are we cutting out these puddings completely? Mm. What is your advice? Well, different strokes for different folks, right? Mm. Some people work well when they have um so if you're whenever you want to make a start, it's always got to be slow and gradual. Mm-hmm. So if you're just going to get rid of all the chocolates and swap it with fruit mm-hmm. in one go, it might not work. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have um a stepwise approach. So if you want to start having five a day, your five fruits in a day, five fruit and veg mm-hmm. in a day, and you want to start replacing, <coughs> maybe you could just start with one. <coughs> you know, one portion of a fruit a day. So in the similarly, if you're having a piece of chocolate or some chocolate in the holidays, etc., how much is 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 your portion? You know, mm-hmm. are you having maybe you could you don't want to cut it out and make yourself feel like you're being deprived mm-hmm. maybe depend all depends on what your starting point is mm-hmm. if you're having um a slice of chocolate cake every single day and you want to kick start this uh and you've you've found that you are in the obese category and you want to start off your weight loss journey half a slice of chocolate cake or maybe um if it works for you maybe your it works better for you for having something like on the weekends or in the middle of the week because this whole thing of eating healthy in the week and having these quote unquote treat days mm. can again kick start the diet mentality mm. so mm. you should be able to allow yourself to do that to have what you like and a little bit of what you like that will actually keep this going for and that actually surprises people mm. you know, you're saying i can have chocolate cake yeah. <laughs> are you telling me i can actually mm. eat that well you can, if you don't allow yourself to have that uh, you know to have that smaller portion and a little bit of what you enjoy because mm. food should be enjoyed then you're likely to cut it out and then suddenly you know um forget all about the great changes you've made mm. so so wonderful we're coming to the last two minutes of the show okay wow time <laughs> passes by and I, i i do want to come to some top tips in in summary of mm. what you've said okay. <coughs> to 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 enable people to remember all this information so is there do you have a top tips that you can Yeah, absolutely. So my top tip would be um to balance and moderation. Mm-hmm. So have a look 
at what you're eating and make sure you're having all the different food groups. Mm-hmm. That's best. Mm-hmm. Number two would be to eat regular meals. So mm-hmm. eating behaviors. You can have all the best foods in the world, but if your eating behaviors are all over, you know, you're not having regular meals, that can still go out the window. So regular meals is my top tip number two. Regular meals. Eating meals. breakfast. Uh, if you're a breakfast, lunch, dinner kind of person, that's great. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to eat great, you know, if you want to have eat small snacks every two hours mm-hmm. or three hours, that also works based on what you go with mm-hmm. so regular meals it has to be regular intake so your mm. me- you know your metabolism is ticking along mm. number top tip number 3 would be physical activity so if you've not been quote unquote working out mm. start with gentle movement mm. and then the recommendation is actually going up to 60 to 90 minutes of moderate activity if you're obese mm. it'll be hard for someone who's not doing it at all mm. to go to that so start with just 10 minutes in a day so half an hour <coughs> of moderate activity something like walking is a really great way to start mm. so maybe you can do 10 minutes in the morning 10 in the evening 10 in the afternoon mm. um walk with your kids maybe you can walk up and down the stairs at home around the house in your garden play with the children at home play with it yeah play anything that gets your it's all of these games absolutely. are really good for and, and for us as well us, yes. so anything that gets mm. your heart going mm-hmm. so the These are my really top I mean in the amount of time we have mm, these yeah. are the amount these are my top tips eat yeah. the you know a balance and moderation yeah. uh the second one would be regular eating yeah. uh and the third one would be get moving you know so mm. uh there's lots of park runs that are around in Birmingham mm. and I'm sure there are in Luton and all over the country yeah. whatever uh floats your boat you know And there's a that. few park with that a few runs coming up actually in the next few weeks so you can all uh, listeners look up them for yourselves indeed or if you want more information about them do ring in the studio uh, on 0121777 Um thank you so much Nisba for coming in I can't believe we're near the end of the show already imagine the time has gone so quickly it was really great for you to come and give us all those tips and interesting facts thank you so much Nisba uh, thank you very much as well for having me I really enjoyed it and we likewise and we hope that we have you back again and that when people maybe would listen to the show think about it ring in about a plan that they want that we mm. could actually do something together live on they can ring in anonymously we don't need their names sure. we talk through their their diet and how we can help them it might help others as well yeah absolutely that would be great brilliant <laughs> brilliant thank you listeners for tuning in to parenting hour i hope you enjoyed the show and we do hope you have a good week and tune in to us next week inshallah on unity fm 93.5 or luton 105 Do have a brilliant week, inshallah, and uh, look after yourselves. Assalamu alaikum.